Hey, what's good, everybody? Today is Monday, January 16th, 2003. Uh, welcome to the show, Crypto Chat with Chapo. Uh, welcome on this Dr. Martin King Day. Um, I always had a, in a way, fond respect for Dr. King. I don't know respect is the right word, more of an all. You know, I loved, as a kid in school, I loved history and in college. I mean, you know, most of my academic pursuits were in history and psychology and sociology of social science fields, which, of course, a lot of people give a lot of flack to, but it's something I always enjoyed and I always was and continue to be, you know, fascinated with the courage that Dr. King and his followers had. I just think it's a, a, a super amazing and cool thing and know jealous to to not really be part of something so powerful and important and the our country's history and i don't know i just think it's a really cool thing when i took my kids to dc one of my favorite parts of being in dc was you know standing the mall there where he um, i had a dream speech and being across there i always thought it was really cool and powerful they have a plaque right at the top of the stairs where you can stand exactly where he was standing. And I would, the times that I have been there, I would stand, reflect that speech, what he meant for <clears throat> equality, uh, civil rights. It's always, it's always been very powerful with me. So I would be remiss not to mention on this day. So, all right, with that in mind, let's go ahead and get started and talk about the crypto markets today. Bitcoin trading at 20,820. Holding steady as we have seen over the last, you know, two days. We haven't seen much up. You know, we had that nice run up. We were in the 16s and we've had a nice about $4,000 jump in Bitcoin. Ethereum trading at 15. 43. That one's been about a $200 jump. BNB is back under $300, and we saw that drop to around, I don't even, not too long ago, 250 maybe. I think it even got a little bit lower than that at a few times. XRP, 38 cents. You know, that was in the low 30s, and you're going to see that the jumps as we move down weren't that great. You know, we have a Cardano, about 10 cent jump. When we were like at Doge, maybe a penny or two, not much action there. Fifteen or so cents on Polygon. The big, the big winner, really, of course, is Solana, as trading at twenty three dollars when that thing went in sub at ten dollars. I didn't slurp any up at that time because I wasn't really sure what was going to happen in the crypto markets, and and still not completely, completely sure if we are going back into this bull market. Although a lot of people seem to think that. Starting to see just a bit of weakening in that sentiment on crypto Twitter. And I'm going to read one thread that I came across that I thought was pretty interesting as balancing what the majority on crypto Twitter seem to think with just an outside view. And when you are in the crypto space, I think it's really, really important to begin to balance what you're reading and what you're coming across 
with very and I think that's really a strategy that is useful to you in life in general to not only look at what you believe in and what you hold strong and valuable, but look at the other side. Take a look at what other people are saying. That doesn't mean you have to accept it, but if you look at it in an open mind, I think that does give you a greater explanation and context of what is happening in any given situation. Whether it's an argument with a loved one, a girlfriend, boyfriend, sibling, parents, whatever, to stop your own current thoughts and value systems and try to view it from the other side and, and see what the other person, party, group, whatever is saying about the topic or the, the discussion or the disagreement, whatever it may be. So we're going to kind of take a look at that in a thread that I found that I thought was pretty interesting. And you know that I've been the perma bear and, you know, even though I am excited because there is a chance here that we continue this, there is also a chance that it's just a bit of a re relief rally before things break back down. Don't know. I'm positioned either, or to go either way, honestly. I, I didn't push all the chips into the table yet because I'm not that confident. But I did put a little bit of skin in the game um, in case we continue to move forward. Anyways, so Avalanche trading at 16.53, which is up just 0.2%. And when we go down this, the top 50 coins, it's there is a little bit of red. There's a tiny bit of green. Big winners, wants up almost 10%, trading at $140. Kronos that I talked about yesterday is up almost 9%, but it's still only trading for $0.08, cents, which is great. I said it went all the way up to like $0.80 some cents, you know, the last time we really started the moon. A near protocol down just a little bit, trading at $2.15, which is still a lot better than it was a few weeks ago. Let's see. We are looking at Lido Dow down 11%, but still over $2. We were talking about that token when we were at least a dollar below that. ICP trading at $5. Apto still doing pretty well up 100 percent last seven days and down six percent in the last 24 hours so we're seeing a little bit of a little bit of pullback a little bit of uncertainty starting to develop in in my opinion across these, across these charts and that's just of course my opinion not financial advice mina protocol by sense immutable x seven cents gmx down three percent trading at 49 cents Nexo down 2%. And here's some strange things about Nexo. I don't know a ton about the protocol, but I think that they are probably about to get really st stuck in the side by regulators from what I'm gathering there. I heard some, this is once again just a rumor, some rumblings about Nexo being involved with dark characters such as some Korean hackers. I don't know if it's true, but I, I'd stay away from it with, for sure. Uh, Optimism trading at $1.78, up 42% 42%, up over the last seven days. I'm going to check in on one other coin here, at least for my interest. We talked about Oasis Protocol, privacy layer there. It, that is up 2%, trading at $0.04, cents, which is still what an amazing price. Yes, it looks very strong at that $0.04. Cents. It could go down, obviously, all day, all could, but 
Moonbeam also down 10% trading at 38 cents. So let's let's hop into this Twitter thread that I came across. It is by at coinnotes underscore io. And let me go ahead and look at this. It's a small account. Sometimes those accounts are really, really good ones to follow, I think. It's the this thread only has 868 followers and and that's another little bit of advice that I give people that are that are coming into the space. Look for the smaller accounts to follow. There are some really, 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 really smart people that don't have a ton of followers but really know what they're talking about. And I would, I, I seek those out. What I often do is I go to some of these big accounts that you know everybody kind of recognizes as people of value in the space. And you'll find them when you come across Twitter they have 50,000 followers or 30,000 followers, which isn't huge, huge in the, in the Twitter world, but in crypto world, it is. They're bigger ones, but let's just say if you are in crypto and you have 20,000, 30,000 followers, you're a pretty big deal if they're, those aren't bought followers. So what I do is then I go through their who they are following list and I try to find the smart people on that list. And it's not hard to do. You click through and you look at their threads, you read some of them, you see things that they're posting, you're going to know pretty quick whether there's some value there. So let's dig into this one. And this thread here, go into this, it says, history does not repeat, but it often rhymes. Could looking at Bitcoin's previous echo bubble, and this is the, the theme that's carried on this echo bubble, provide a guide to navigating the current market? And uh, CoinNotes takes a look here at how the 2019 Echo Bubble played out and what we might learn from it. So for the history of Bitcoin, this is where you have to take a look at the charts to see what Bitcoin did in the last cycle. So if we're looking at the Bitcoin chart, and I'm going to go ahead and go to Max chart. And if you go way back to the end of 2017, early 2018, you're going to see Bitcoin hit that all-time high in that cycle, touching $20,000. And then after that, it slowly bleeds, 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 drops down into November of 2018, where it's at its bottom there, which around $3,400, which, wow, should we all bought there? Yeah, that would have been great. But then we rise back up. And in by June of 2019, we are at back up to almost 12000 So this is the area in which this thread is talking about that. December of 2018, November 2018, all the way up to the summer of 2019 that little bend up that's that's the focus here so that's the perspective that i want you to focused on so what can we learn from so this is what coin notes is calling the echo bubble crypto twitter is a buzz or they're everybody clamoring about the talk of this echo bubble predicted by uh, gcr classic this is another twitter thread 
Markets, especially crypto markets, are run by emotion. This is true. We dream of making it. This is also true. Escaping serfdom. Yes. Breaking out of the soulless, isolating labor loop. This is the definition of what we're doing here, really. Honestly, most of us. It's what I'm, what it's, it's what I'm doing. So conditioned to anticipate periodic speculative bubbles in crypto, we place our bets for our chance at salvation. Desperation spawns one bubble after another. Inevitably, the bubble pops, and the majority are left empty-handed. Game is cruel. Yes, yes, and yes. Now, maybe this is describes trading anything. Generally speaking, you know, you have the run-ups, and then you have these fall, these run-ups, and these crypto seems to be not seems to be is the extreme version of that where we if you talk to people that got in in november they've been completely decimated if they hopped in fomo in late december or in november like they are down horrendous we're talking 85 to 90 percent drop so if you thought okay we're going to the moon we're going to a hundred thousand like all these people were predicting and not everybody was but you know that was people if you were new that's what you heard that's pretty much the only thing you heard whether that was the only thing being said or that's the only thing you wanted to hear so people bought in and they have been destroyed ever since so this is where that the echo bubbles are spawned. Now we have the people that are still left at the bottom thinking, okay, all right, we've, we've, we've crumbled down. Now's the time we're going to put in our money right now, right now, because we're at the bottom. Well, so let's push the chips in. And we have this where we start to go, are we there? Let's see. So continuing thread, but even in the face of 99% drawdowns for example i would i would throw one of the, one token that i'm actually that i've mentioned before that i actually am really bullish on i think it does have a pretty strong narrative whether it survives i don't know not that i'm climate down which it launched as a rebase token when everything was really going nuts in, at the end of 2021 that launched it was up to three thousand seven hundred dollars approximately per climate down per climate and then the own forks, which climate is very similar to its rebase token, absolutely were rugged mass. I mean, complete and utter destruction. Ohm crashed, you know, from it was in the nine hundred dollars or a thousand. It crashed. Uh, Jade Protocol, which I've talked about before, that was up to about seven hundred dollars. That crashed all the way down to eight dollars. Climate Dow, 3700 was that high, I believe. So $3,770 on October 20th. If you bought one or a half of one because you thought, wow, it's going to keep rebasing and you know, eventually I'm going to have 10 of these and it's going to be worth $30,000. Well, guess what, people? $1.77 will buy you one. What that's lied to dollar seventy one. It's even worse. And despite that, I still believe in what Climate Dow is trying to do. 
So you know, I never sold my climb up. I actually bought more. I have it staking. I'm earning rebases. It's not the high APR that it was. So back to what I was saying. So this, even in these drawdowns, even a 99% drawdown, logically, you know, you should probably be thinking, stay the, the F away from this, but you don't. We can't cleanse our minds of these unrealized gains of, of the bubble's past. And so those of that are less, they're left bet more. And this is true. You know, I lost, I lost money. Although I really did after, the, I, I would say my advantage potentially here is, and this is not financial, my advantage is that I didn't, I didn't put more funds in. So when it crashed, which I kind of, I clearly I screwed up. Willie Wu said, in one interview, and it stuck with me, and I don't know why I didn't follow it. And he hasn't always been right, but he said essentially, "Well, I'm sure isn't I'm sure not going to be holding any crypto after like I think he said like December 14th or December 6th. I don't even remember why he said that date or why that date stuck with me. But if I had listened, I would have preserved a lot of capital, but I didn't. And so after that December crash of 2021, I I really didn't hardly anything. And I messed around with a couple shit coins a, a little bit and then took a little bit of profit. But overall, I didn't really, really pursue like I did prior. to, And it's only within the last little bit that I started to add a little bit to the market. So I feel pretty good, even if we went down further from here. You know, over a year, really, I spent just watching and learning without really much allocation. Did buy some NFTs in there, which turned out to be a great place for me especially the pandas, but by and large, I sat back. So here we are in this crypto bubble. Let me go back to this thread here. All right. So many will anticipate new highs, their hope of blinding them, their hope blinding them to the truth that most players are wiped out and need time to continue their labor loop before they can play again. This is true. In short, the echo bubble is a weaker bubble fueled by dreams of bubbles of the past. And how does that look? So yes, this is this is definitely what happened. People that are in right now, and especially if you haven't made it yet, you are saying, you're telling yourself all the time, all the time. I do this all the time. If it goes back to this, if it goes back to this, Bitcoin here. If this token hits its all time, if it gets half to its all time, that's the conversation that so many us of us are having. So then we have the collapse and reclaim. So after 2017 bubble, Bitcoin support found repeatedly at about 6k. But then after multiple tests, it, the floor fell out. So it ranged from three to 4,000, as I said, from November 2018 to April 2019. 2019. And then in, in May of 2019, the 6K level was reclaimed. And then I already said by June or July, we were up to almost 12, 13,000. So arguably, this is what CoinNotes is saying, the same pattern has just played out. Bitcoin found support at 18 and 19, held there for several months before the floor came out, and then we were under 18. It ranged between 15 and 18, basically from November 22 to January 23. And now we reclaim that previous support level. So from its back to the threads, from its reclaim of the 6K in 2019, Bitcoin went on to hit more than a two times. There were seven weeks, just seven weeks to re reclaim that top. There were two pullbacks 
of around 20% near the beginning of the move. And there was one more impulse leg up after the reclaim. So there's a, there's a good run up and then there was a big drop. 20%, that's pretty significant. So if we, if we do, you know, if you're looking at Bitcoin and we're at 20,000, you're looking at a drop back down to 16,000 if we hit that 20, that 20% drop. And there'll be a lot of panic selling if that happens. So early shakeouts, of course, in this little run-up are to be expected. I mean, that is going to happen. And when they do happen, this is where, not financial advice, I'm just reading this thread here, that's where the buying opportunities are. So the move was aggressive in that 2019 move, but it wasn't a straight line. So we, the expectation really shouldn't be that we're going to go from where we were at 16 right up to 40. Now we could go there in this little quick little run back up, but it's going to be kind of a slow grind. So don't FOMO. I'm not going to FOMO. This is just me talking into any green lines. And it could be sort of a slow up and down, up and down until we get back up to a little bit higher, higher. Maybe, who knows, maybe in the 40s, maybe in the high 30s, maybe, you know, mid 30s. Who knows? Or maybe just in the 20s. But either way, it's better than 60. So what about the altcoins? Most people here aren't really here to buy Bitcoin, right? If you see Bitcoin go from here to 30,000, you're not doubling your money. I mean, it's a nice return, but what I think most of us really want are a 10 time, a 20 time from here. You know, honestly, like we want to be buying into an altcoin and seeing it just moon, right? Bitcoin is probably not at this point going to 10 times in the next three months, probably. It's extremely unlikely. Can something like Matic, yes. Near, yes. Doge, yes. These things could definitely happen. Other smaller caps, absolutely. And I think that's where people are really looking to get in, in my opinion. Right? So, Coinnotes is saying that the gains on altcoins were front-loaded. More than half the altcoin gains were made by the second week after the reclaim. While they continued to rise, it provided limited further upside. Altcoins drastically underperformed at the first sign of BTC toppiness or weakness. So the lesson, and, and maybe we've already missed it, according to coin notes, get, coin notes, get in early and get out. The most of the altcoins are toxic waste. Do not get stuck holding them. The market is skittish. Pain of 12 months of down only still haunts. The exits will be crowded at the first sign of weakness. Do not FOMO long-term buys. The current market. There is no sure guide for the future. Nothing happens. Has to repeat. Stay nimble. But if the market reflects the same emotions replaying over and over again, it's foolish to ignore history. How do you, how do you use the information? Well, it's up to you. Take positions in strong alts on the pullbacks. This is according to the coin notes, which I think is solid advice. Set stink bids for early shakeouts. DCA out aggressively on the way up. Most gains will likely be front-loaded. Profit is profit. Control emotion, especially greed. This is not the new bull market. 
And that's kind of what I've been saying. And I, I do like the thread a lot. So take all of this in context, if you will, because I think there is extremely good advice in that thread. And I, I give Coinotes a shout out there because I think he or she really has it dialed into what is probably. Think about it. Go give that thread a read. Use caution if you are an investor like myself and know that as we go up, make sure you're taking profits because it is all. As always, be in the present, be in the here and now. Do something nice to somebody for somebody. Learn a new skill today. This has been episode 166. Crypto with Chat with Chapo. Until tomorrow, have a great day.